This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. This week on the podcast, we're talking with Number Theory and Brown Sauce from Cork-based online music platform, Sesh FM.
Gadget in the Cloud with Window and Number Theory with Mob Shit. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday via redfm.ie as well as iTunes, Google Podcasts and other podcasting platforms. My name is Mike McGrath-Brien and for the next hour or so we're going to be chatting in studio with some of the curators and residents behind Cork-based online music platform Sesh FM. Uh, over here on my left is beatmaker Number Theory and over here we have Humans of the Sesh co-founder Brown Sauce. Hello, how are you doing? Grand now, we'll get started with you first of all. You're a Cork man and likewise the Humans of the Sesh page is kind of steeped in a lot of Cork nomenclature and discussion. Cork mythology. It's a part of it now at this stage. Maybe talk to us a little bit about your musical upbringing in Cork City, how the city kind of influenced you growing up. Or- I can probably vouch for myself and number theory here and say that uh, we both met on Paul Street. Which I think <laughs> is uh, the musical 
I don't know, you should take a, a trip down to Paul Street anyway. And uh, yeah, we met there and then uh, you were a big mosher anyway, so I was kind of, we were just big yeah. dirty moshers. He was a more kind of arty indie kid and I was the, I had a bit of the grit and the, uh, the metal and a bit of the emo going on. Like. Yeah, that was definitely our first experience with like music though. It was just kind of hanging out with weird people out there. And uh, I don't know, can I say, was that a beneficial musical experience? <laughs> so <laughs> we're still here today, so... Yourself, did you dabble in music at all before kind of uh, getting into the meme game uh, f- uh, full-time? Uh, I was never in the meme game full-time. I'm a part-time practitioner anyway. It's never employed me, unfortunately. Well, the markets are unstable at this time, so, you know, like, yeah, you have to get along as a downward you. spiral of Facebook content, I'm afraid. Out of everyone who was involved with, you know, Sesh FM and that kind of stuff, I would probably be the least musically orientated uh, bar Mr. Granfin, who is, uh, if you don't know, he co-founded Humans of Sesh with myself. We'll talk about the roots of Humans of the Sesh in a wee bit. Perfect. Um, but, you know, we, uh, you know, I'd be the least musically orientated, so I kind of really just got on once we decided to do Sesh FM. Uh, I just was always an avid music listener, you know, and obviously just really keen and into it, but it was more through just hanging out with the lads and just, you know, a shared musical experience it was never something that I kind of came to you know hidden away in the dungeon studio bedroom slash thing you know so yeah that was me just hanging out with the lads and then just them telling me what was cool and I was like damn that actually is cool (laughs) speaking of uh, hidden in the studio and getting all that studio experience uh, number theory uh, you have created beats for the last number of years you've been a regular DJ with Stevie G at Good Music and you've been a huge part of Sesh FM from its inception, really. But in addition to the kind of influence that you took from listening to different kinds of music, what brought you to creating uh, music under the name? To be honest, most of our friends at, at, some, at some point in time were dabbling with like DAWs and electronic music. And like we grew up with um, Lads and Flood. Uh, so Renee, Ali and Dylan, like Sin, Tension and Doubt. And they've been doing it since we've known them. So, like, we were sitting in Renee's house back when we were, like, 15, having a few cans, drinking some tea, listening to her just mess around with, like, kind of James Blakey kind of future bassy stuff maybe at the start and moving on then to kind of heavier and more harder things. And, and kind of, I suppose, we all came from, like, a rocky kind of metal psychedelic background a lot. And that kind of melded into the music. And obviously everyone like was listening to stuff like Apex Twin and that kind of thing while I was listening to the metal and the punk stuff. But it was Renee's influence really that brought me into the beatmaking scene. I just downloaded FL Studio one day. Um, totally legally. Oh, completely <laughs> legally, of course. Like I, I paid uh, whatever, 250 quid for it. Um, and I just started messing around with the like basic drum patterns that are on it. I uh, didn't even watch any videos or anything for ages, which is why it took me a long time to actually get off the ground because it was just like tippy tappy too like just like, <laughs> like techno beats that were like samples of the samples that came with it of people being like dance and that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't until I made a uh, rack it out which is my first tune and still probably my most creative tune where I sampled rubber bandits um trout of no crack yeah. and it was just hilarious terrible song like it's, it's terrible <laughs> it's really bad uh, really badly produced not unmastered everything but it was just really hilarious and everyone thought it was funny. I was like, maybe I can actually do something with this. Speaking of doing something with an idea, Brown Sauce, the creation of Sesh FM sprung from the almost accidental creation of Humans of the Sesh, mm-hmm. the uh, meme page turned international platform of utter debauchery, which is widely available now across all social media <laughs> platforms. For free. <laughs> For free. 100% free. And yeah. always will be. 
accidental is really the key word there, you know. Um, I think the recurring theme throughout uh, this interview might, uh, you know, be boiled down to, uh, yeah, we were in the gaff there <laughs> and uh, we were just chatting shit, you know, then we just essentially were like, you know what it would be funny if we made humans a sesh and then we just did it and, you know, it was just, as these things always started, it's an insular joke between you and the close, you know, lads and then these things just kind of spread spiraled outwards from there you know what was the idea behind you know taking the humans of for the two people listening that might not be familiar with humans of the sesh it took the humans of a city uh, format and appended it to people that constantly lived at house parties yeah kind of what kind of conversation leads to that in the first place well we were in a gaff and uh, <laughs> I was sitting next to Ian or some such person and uh, somebody had whipped out humans of Amsterdam on their phone and uh it, I can't remember the particular post, but, you know, the connotations with Amsterdam and the sesh are, you know, they're linked anyway in some format. So we just kind of went from there and we were just kind of, we were just saying, wouldn't it be funny if we kind of wrote it about, you know, it it did start off with genuine stories that were probably too closely based on real events. And uh, maybe slowly we always had, you know, every story kind of is partially based on the truth on it. But um yeah, it just started from there. We just read that, and I don't know for whatever reason the idea came into our head, and we just thought humans as a sesh, and uh, we just kept posting. You know, you can still scroll back to this day to the very first post, and you'll see how really I don't it was know. A bit how... close to the bone at the start, like yeah, take down a few posts because they would <laughs> literally be things that happened that night, <laughs> and the names would be slightly changed. Like so, they, yeah. instead of James, it might be like Jamie or something, but. Uh, that had to be changed a bit uh, as yeah. it became more and more abstract and obscure. I, I, as far as I remember, I think we actually wanted to, like, the first picture is of somebody at that party, or it wasn't even really a party, it was just, you know, hanging out, but uh, that's what we wanted to do, is we wanted to kind of interview people in the same format as Humans in New York, which is, you know, he obviously asked an abstract question of what was the most meaningful moment in your life, and then somebody who's on the sesh obviously then fills that out with XYZ, drinking cans, you know, Uh but we found out very quickly that we could uh, create stories in our minds that were far more elaborate and uh, funny than if we actually asked one of the lads that was just wrecked in the corner and he'd just be like, fuck off, man. <laughs> Not telling you that. So we kind of, you know, yeah, went from there, basically. But the Pages fan base grew exponentially almost overnight and that it creeped into the thousands and then the tens of thousands hundreds of thousands you get spotted by Vice and then it goes up into the millions were you ready for that to happen at all did you think that you were kind of hitting a nerve uh, or striking a chord with the public rather it was definitely a, a weird moment when we kind of because like we were like uh, seven I don't know we were fairly young like, and it was just like we weren't steeped in the idea that other people had done anything like that before you know like oh what like everyone was out drinking when they were 17 and it just kind of became the same it's like people are doing this in England I don't know that now to me that sounds like a really bizarre point to bring up but like we were just fuck, you know we are from Paul Street the most boring place you know the most horrible background to really be from and just up to the most boring stuff you know every Wednesday we'd hang out in Bumhole and just like really be up to nothing at all so it was strange to kind of have these stories that were came out of, you know, the most boring people we know from down the road or the most interesting people we know from down the road, but 
them having this universal appeal or quality to them that people really were just like I know a guy like that or I know a beer like that which was that was shocking to us um, but then once it kind of got you know up to certain numbers it was just like well I guess there's something fairly universal about the sesh as it were you know how did Vice get hold of you and was that at all weird kind of dealing with them uh, no their sound shout out to Vice um, it was weird because it was just like me and uh, Grandveen were just kind of <coughs> got the email or whatever and uh, you know you're being flown over to another country and like fed and you know put in a hotel and it's not like music where it's kind of like this established like oh yeah we did this really practical thing that people enjoyed and we did a gig and the gig was this live event and everyone kind of engaged with us it's just you know we're still the you know on the bus to college or whatever writing a post on your phone that you know is getting these abstract numbers you know because once it goes up to a certain point they really hold no uh relevance to real life you know you're never going to meet all those people so yeah to be kind of it was a nice, I guess, validation point or something. But, you know, once we kind of been doing it at that point as well, we had kind of had a lot of experience with just kind of dealing with other people from other platforms and, you know, kind of having done interviews and stuff. So it was just kind of, yeah, it was a weird thing to be doing while you're in college anyway, just to be invited over for making memes. Like, as, you know, basic as that sounds, it's just like surreal, I suppose. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about how Sesh FM came from the popularity of Humans of the Sesh, but first we'll go to some tunes. The two of you have chosen a playlist for us this week that not only uh, includes Cork artists and producers, but also artists released by Sesh FM, as well as people that you're collaborating with in various capacities. Coming up, we have a double dose of Limerick rappers. Uh, first off, Hazy Hayes with What's That? What's That Around the Corner? I don't know, you tell me. As well, a Clare man currently resident on the Limerick rap scene with Hello Kitty mm-hmm. he's a I'm also a fellow adopted Limerick man as I think most people are out there so we claim it as our new home in some ways what do you reckon of his flow because like a lot of people kind of comment on the monotone that he employs mm. in his tunes but yet it's so effective in that regard yeah there's uh, one line in this song uh, I'm actually making the videos for both these songs at the moment I was and, about to bring uh, that up yeah he just he has this line and it's just like you don't have to fuck with me that'll make it easy and it's like the cadence of it from a man who's just mumbling as if, you know, just falling over out of his seat. It's just got, like, a, a strange impact and aggression that I think uh, it's, um, I don't know, it captures something anyway that I'm kind of feeling a lot. So I think is just the way he's so laid back. And you meet him in person then, and uh, you kind of expect him to be a bit more upbeat, but not he's exactly like that in person then. It's just like... Story. <laughs> we'll get straight to it. So, this is Hazy Hayes with What's That here on Red on Red. True, true. Limerick City Island Fishing. True, true. What's that? What's that? What's that sound from around the corner? Bang, ba, bang, ba, bang, bang. Mm. Who's the Linux in the wall? La, la. Someone from another gang, gang, that got ran. All his blood stamp payments from the people you were rare with. So the evil you don't fear with all the needy negative You be with the parents, let fool you, you fool you Fuck it, let me stretch in a school you Let me stretch in a school you Let me teach you the rules But I'm gonna rise like it's a 90 So I don't act like a poodle A straight up menace Take it out deep like a dentist Make a sales like a chemist But that don't bother me, nah Who 
call up. Yeah, this is a fucking hold up. Nobody moving, you be getting your throats cut. There be no casualties along the stairs under control. But if anybody moves, there'll be murder or you sure you get the fuck down on the floor. Put them tables around the doors. Down the rods, send the fucking prayers and wrong. I don't wanna be if anyone tries to fight back. Use double the tie backs. Get that bitch a light slap. Right facts. Hold up, this is a hold up. Kicked in the door faster than the fucking clock rush. Maybe that's the reason to why you're broke nuts and trying to find focus with a level head. But what's that sound from around? Bang, 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 bang. Oh, fuck it, he's fucked, but I love this new me. Screaming fucking in public as if no one knew me. He's sucking the luscious puppets on your pedal to these strings. Fuck around, grab me, leave on the middle of the sting. So go to sleep now, hush, hush. Watch your feel deep down, is it lost, lost? Just let me creep round inside your dreams. Just let me see just how you see. So go to sleep now, hush, hush. Just go to sleep now, hush, hush. You're right, nothing but pussy, see I'm the dog that bites back Sick of keeping shit together, so tonight I might snap No lies in these rhymes, man, here's just right facts These ain't even fucking bears, it's just a hype track Like Nas, I'm swelling my melon, I fell in the selling venom Or the wellin', I fell in hell and beheaded the rhythm I kill him, music and guillotine Brutally killing fiends, who stupidly sing for me Don't unlock me from these shackles, shackles I promise you I'll kill again I won't stop until I have you baffled Always watch someone in the last dinosaur men Singing what's that song from around the corner Ah, bang, ba, bang, ba, bang, 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 mm. Who's that in again, the wall, I lock on Someone from another gang, gang, they got ran All these blood stamp payments from the people you are reared with Grudgements fatal, so the evil you don't fear it All the needle in here, cause you give me where it's a pair of smith Fool you, you fool you, fuck it, let me stretch in a school you Let me stretch in a school you, let me teach you the rules While banging the rise, I look at Spellings is a tennis itch in my back to the scratch. Let's get the skip scratch. So let's take it back, 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 back. Now let's get the skip scratch. Scratch that thing. I do blame others while I chain smoke cigarettes. You will pray huddled in a raincoat, feeling how I do remain buttering the fame. So it's in effect. I've been a threat. All my competition truly embarrassing in comparison to me. Is it apparent I'm moody the way I garnish the flow? You should know I'm departed from every garbage artist. I built a margin between us and it's the largest. You've seen us across the ocean, been cranky, kicking with manky. You ever feel a little bit of happiness? Nah, delve deep down in the dark depths Charged death with my arms stretched On a quest for some large breasts Like it's far-fetched Listen, buddy, I don't really care to share I got no money You don't have to 
fucked with me, that'd make it easy This the introduction, I hope you know I won't be reluctant, I'll be getting greedy Go and build a boat, bro, I hope you float You don't have to fuck with me, that'd make it easy This the introduction, I hope you know I won't be reluctant, I'll be getting greedy Go and build a boat, bro, I hope you float Pause Tell them steer clear, I'm here to strike fear Inside peers, I'm light years ahead of them And still roaming to build thrones from opponents who clone It's a course you'd attempt to extort this sentiment in a portion It's too big to chew, I'm aimed at a neck near you I was trained to dismantle and handle you damsels in distress My chest ain't been the best lately They don't really phase me, you ain't see me blunder I got bigger problems, I can't help but wonder You ever feel a little bit of happiness? Nope, I ain't really felt it The shit I dealt with made me feel helpless And I don't wanna feel that way So stay high and don't try prying my business You lie, I both tie and fry my bridges Bitch As well with Hello Kitty here on Red on Red, still joined in Studio 4 by members of Sesh FM. Just before the jump, we were talking about how Humans of the Sesh, the parent page of Sesh FM, kind of reached the numbers that it did. But this time about maybe two, three years ago, the kind of commonality between you all of your love for electronic music kind of brings rise to an idea for Sesh FM. So basically, we're at a session. Uh, it was in some girl's shed. Out yeah. past St. Anne's, is it? Up by the the old mental hospital that's now yeah. is just like a, a barn um <laughs> that we just kind of ended up in. Like the usual, like the same like similar again to how humans of the sesh started. They just ended up there and the idea sprouted, I guess. Yeah. We wanted a kind of way of we had such numbers on the page but we weren't using them for any practical or for any purposeful thing, so it kinda of seemed like a nice uh way to use some of the the following that we had garnered to you know kind of put it into another passion project that we kind of knew a lot of people interested in actually we there is an, a, an earlier origin story oh yeah Sesh of M. Go on. we were sitting in a gaff uh, again <laughs> and, um, uh, no way <laughs> and uh, Renee uh, Sin from Flood was just uh, mixing away as, as she is wont to do um, and we were mildly drunk, like as, as usual, and uh, myself usual. and Tension, Dylan from Flood, just picked up the microphone that was connected to the mixer oh. and just started chatting. And Renee was just mixing away in the background, like banging, like at the time it was like instrumental grime was like the big thing. Mixing away instrumental grime, and it's still actually available on Brown Sauce's SoundCloud. It's just the two of us just start talking, and we start talking about like crabs getting drunk, horses running for the doll. We start talking about, um, what was. Some, there was giant Oreos involved. There was something poetry. about bringing over my mum buying people loads of bottles of Budweiser for Christmas and just babbling and babbling and babbling for about half an hour. And then it was cut down to like four minutes by Brown Sauce here and put online. So if you want to find that, it's called Sesh FM Cans and it's on a different SoundCloud. I'm not going to give a link to it anywhere because it's ridiculous. It'll be up on Twitter in the morning. But yeah. we, we revisited that then is when we were in that barn and we were saying oh we should do something like you know musically with the, sesh, with the humans of the sesh fan base 
And then we were like, oh, like, we should like maybe like do mixes. And then we were like, oh, do you remember that time we did that Sesh FM thing? And then we were like, oh, yeah. That there was actually, go. that would be good if we actually did it properly as opposed to just randomly babbling over a mix. <laughs> Shouting on the mic as such, like. When it came to you to get the idea together, you know, was it always going to be a case of putting together a long form mixes on SoundCloud, etc.? Was there going to be a podcast? Was there thoughts to kind of pirate radio? Kind of, what was the process of banging out precisely what Sesh FM would be? I would no love to start a pirate radio just because it sounds cool. But um, I remember a lot of time was spent in the very first one. You can go back and listen to it. Like a lot of time was spent trying to uh, mix the humor of the page in with the music because you know all of it's kind of interlinked. Really, like you know, it's all equal parts of a good night out. as a good bit of music, a good bit of a laugh, and. Uh, you know, originally it was really heavily intended to kind of go towards a kind of podcast thing. And I actually, there have been podcasts recorded, but we had technical difficulties and hard drives with beer spilt on them and stuff like that. <laughs> so they never kind of came out. Fitting. Yeah, I know. The recurring theme will continue. Yeah, we just kind of wanted to have the crack. Like, realistically, you know, that is also the recurring theme is we, we, we were genuinely just started doing it for the laugh and just to put out the lads' tracks and just, you know, if any of them kind of got heard or got outside of Cork, which I think at that period we there wasn't that much going on for us in Cork really. Like uh, you know, there still isn't that much in terms of venues that we would have gravitated towards. So like for us to kind of put this stuff online and present ourselves online in this kind of space kind of made more sense to us. It was more practical. So that was kind of some of the kind of thoughts behind it. Like actually, funnily enough, um, Sesh Fem nearly got ruined from day one by, by Taylor Swift. Uh, because we put up the first mix and there was a Taylor Swift uh, acapella over like some I think it was a Kid Antoine song in the mix and Papa Floral um, the co-Sesh FM founder was just like oh do you have Taylor Swift there and oh some Bjorn like, you know like in the silly <laughs> the silly humans of Sesh style but immediately as soon as it went up obviously it was scanned by like whatever her record labels like mm. uh, automatic scanning thing and it was like Taylor Swift sent you a message like take this down and it had gotten like 2,000 plays in about 20 minutes, half an hour. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, so then we quickly took it down again, um, edited over that bit and re-uploaded it. And thankfully, it still got traction. Yeah. But we were quite like scared that like the initial like traction would just go completely because of Taylor Swift. Um, but uh, no, it, it did okay. Still got bad. We're still on bad terms. I haven't uh, really made up. Yeah, I've spoken for since. You know. Yeah. Um, but like we we didn't really expect to re- to be releasing stuff. Like as we'll talk later, I, I suppose about the solidarity compilation and stuff. But yeah. Start it was just mixes. Like we just because everyone we knew was a DJ. We knew like do you know DJing now is like the old having a band up in your attic. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> just everyone just DJs everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. But we were releasing like two mixes a week for like the first like and with uh, ten weeks. Two artists on them. It was two artists half on them. So we had like yeah. sixteen artists going for the first like. Eight, no, 32 artists for the first like eight weeks, and then yeah. we just realized that we kind of ran out of people. So we, we ran out of energy too. Like. To change up, change it up a bit, like and thought like, okay, we're all actually producers. We're gra- like he make he graphic designs, he makes all the the art for it. So we said we'd actually kind of try and focus it a bit more. And it's still quite like higgly piggly, scatterbrained. Like there's no like we're we're not like a a UK funky label or like a hip hop label or we're not even a label or I don't know we are a label but we're also a party but we're also a mix series we're just kind of like whatever we're we decide just to do lads. That, that week which probably isn't the best for like a long term business vision because there's no focus kind of effort like we throw up like hip hop songs and then we throw up a mix and then we like put on a show but 
that's kind of the way it started anyway just like a load of lads drinking being like oh we should just do something and we're like yeah we'll just throw up whatever and we like hosting people's whatever they want to send us to be honest you mentioned the concept of curated mixes and having different producers come along and share uh, different long form mixes they'll put together uh, with different genres and that was a key component to the growth of Sesh FM knowing that there were people that were going to be able to put together decent hour long mixes or half hour long mixes etc that would be related in some way to humans of the Sesh whether by friendship or whether by common interest etc kind of outline how important it was to have those guest voices and to have those people come along and contribute what they have to Sesh FM like we felt like that so many of our friends and not even friends colleagues like there was, there was people that we've hosted on mix series that I've known from like metal fan groups when I was like 13, 14 and stuff we were just like there's so many people I knew that were mixing playing gigs making tunes and they might not have been heard as much as they wanted to be heard I mean, even, if, even if they were it was nice to give them different platforms and we are like we might as well use this platform to just like show off how class most of our friends are at doing these things like, yeah it wouldn't have been anything without some of the talent like on it. Like if you listen to uh, Pat from Quangadelic, uh Cork band of Vinom, very the very good. Fifteen stuff. piece funk band. In, I could talk about them for hours, so I won't. But they're amazing. But uh, if you listen to his mix that he has on Session FM, like the level of craftsmanship that he's put into it, and you know he's recorded vocals and everything, and the thought that he's put into creating it, it's it's amazing. Like so, there's been some really special things that have come out of it. Just you know that maybe wouldn't have been made. You know, if we hadn't just kind of asked or approached people, so that's it's really nice that you know we can have this kind of shared kind of thing of you know being able to promote something beyond what it could have gotten by itself. You know, so that's great. Obviously, when you're creating something new from the basis of something as popular as humans at the sesh, there is going to be a slight bit of backlash. Well, you're not giving us lad content, etc. And I know that's something that humans at the sesh have spoken up about on numerous occasions regarding just that audience and how they've kind of reacted to anything new. Kind of, what was the initial response like from Humans of the Sessions uh, regulars and how has it changed as the project has evolved? I would love if I had a, a screenshot of uh, the first mix we put up from Waste Fellow uh, of the comments on it because it was like a fully kind of... Uh, just ambient mix for about 40 minutes it was drone like he's he he asked I asked him to do one because I love his music and I love him as a person amazing stuff great fella Dylan his new EP's out now at the moment it is launching at the roundy on the 14th with help from Gaptooth the beat maker that supplies this show's uh, beats and Jar Jar Jr. and Jar Jar Jr. oh my god that's a a show Chef Bobby Howells Waste fellow like he was like look I really want to do this but we have we had two 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 types of mixes we had the this, this Thursday mix which was intended to be like you put it on at pre-drinks and it was like banging then the Sunday come down which is like after your Saturday night you wake up in the morning Sunday morning you have a cup of tea and, and a rolly and you listen to this like soft one and he really wanted to do that but he was like look I want to do this like on some sort of weird journey where you like you want to go deep into a k-hole and we were like yeah fuck it like do whatever you want you're more talented than we are anyway so we completely trust you he just made this like there was like electric wizard were on it like there was some black metal there was like sun there was like nice little brain Eno kind of stuff as well yeah and like I think my favourite ever ever Sesh FM comment was the at like 59 minutes in (sighs) on the SoundCloud it was just that was a journey and it went down to your man's profile and he was just like listen to like Deep House and stuff like, oh, nice <laughs> that. and he definitely just sat there like after having a wild night out 
listened to that entire hour mix and just didn't know what to do with his life. <laughs> and then we were like, that's what we wanted to do. Like, that, that's what we're happy about. Yeah. But then, as he said, like, some of the comments were just like, that's what? not even music, but when Rod came here to listen to techno, <laughs> yeah. But look, you know, it, one of the great things about the page is the possibility to break the echo chamber sometimes because you know, we obviously get a certain crowd of people for a certain, uh, you know, voice or certain jokes. And uh, they don't really expect it when we come in, giving them uh, drone mixes. And uh, if they want to listen to them, be my guest. And if they don't, you know, there's not really much to be done about it. It's just, it's, it's always been really interesting the reactions people have given. And like, like James said with that comment, I know that comment as well. Like those kinds of things then crop up every now and then. And you know, you just convinced one person who usually wouldn't be into that at all. Like you know, there's you you can check all the stats on. Um, on SoundCloud and you just see odd fiends listening to stuff like so it's nice to kind of get that uh, you know even though originally it started off we were getting probably thousands and thousands of plays from people who only listened about 10 seconds into the thing now it's kind of settled into kind of we've established ourselves as kind of having done it more and the people who are coming onto it are more dedicated and interested in kind of engaging in the musical aspect of it so it's a double-edged sword, but both sides are kind of funny, really. Like Whether people are giving out about, like, Sesh FM injecting drone metal into it, or whether it's injecting left-wing politics, they're going to find something to give out about, no matter what. But it's nice to challenge people. Like It's nice to, like, yeah. grab your random techno lad, who probably does have a lot more substance to him than, than you'd expect, show him a bit of fucking Alter of Plagues and a bit of... Uh, you know, Ho Chi Minh and he might actually <laughs> take a bit of it in. <laughs> but that's what you want, all the same. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Sesh FM's extended activities, releases, the Solidarity, fundraiser, etc. But but first, we have Tension with Undergrowth. Oh, Tension's EP has come out last week and it's his second release on Flood. And Flood has just been going from strength to strength. Maybe outline who Flood are for those who are unfamiliar. Flood are a collective from Cork, um, made up of three of our closest friends, uh, Sin, Tension, and Doubt. And they have just gone from strength to strength as the years have gone on. And this new, their latest compilation and this newest EP are just absolute zenith of the hard drum and like industrial club movement. And if you don't know what that is, like hard drum is like this very primal, aggressive, uh, stripped back mix of like UK funky kind of, drum beats um, with very little melodies and synths yeah but we had the talk through from Lyite when he came on there to talk up the Solidarity yeah, fundraiser it's just like a really like primal type of music but Tension's new EP especially with this song is from has taken like the kind of template of that but mixed it with his own kind of industrial vibes and a lot of melody a lot more melody than he's usually kind of in that kind of scene and it's just beautiful like he's a seriously talented young man you also have Luffa with No Sleep Oh, that's just Luke. That's our <laughs> very silly friend uh, who is the co-founder of Sesh FM. Um, he's known as Papa Floral when he makes his lo-fi stuff, but Lofa, which is Irish for dirty, is uh, his techno alias. Um, Luke used to do all of the, the speaking over the Sesh FM stuff with Jack. Um, and it was just like so ridiculous. If you listen back to the early Sesh FM stuff, he's just like the silliest man in the world, but he's also just an absolute bang and producer. And this song is just absolutely filthy like it really lives up to the Lofa name we'll get straight into it so this is Tension with Undergrowth here on Red on Red
with no sleep here on Red on Red still joined in Studio 4 by members of Sesh FM before we went to the jump we were talking about Humans of the Sesh and capitalising on its fan base and delivering something a little bit different this past August Sesh FM put its name to Solidarity Volume 1 which we spoke about a couple of weeks ago on the show with Eamon Ivory aka Light a fundraising compilation for human rights groups in Palestine maybe talk us through the creation of the mixtape Myself especially, uh, the lads as well, we're all quite politically active. Like we, whether it's just true humans at a session, like the lads would often, they push very hard for, for repealing the eighth. They've pushed hard for various other, various other like drug um, awareness campaigns, like drug testing at festivals, that kind of thing. And uh, I myself um, would be farther left than the rest of the lads, <laughs> you could probably say. Um, but Palestine is a, a cause that is very dear to the hearts of Irish people in general, I feel. We feel such an affinity with Palestine because, like us, they have felt such a serious case of brutal, brutal colonialism and imperialism, much worse than we've even seen. And like we, we all know how horrible 
famine was, how horrible, you know, British oppression was in Ireland, but like the stuff that's happening in Palestine now, it does not matter what your political leanings are. You don't need to even like support a state of Palestine to know that what's happening there is not right. And we just think like as musicians, like and as you know, tastemakers, I guess what you call it, what humans are the sesh, like what can we do to help? And financially is the is the, is the main thing. Like it's only so far that awareness is going to get you. So we said we would try and raise money for, for some Palestinian causes through making a compilation because it's the best thing we can do is just make make music. And we'd already made one compilation. So we said, we have the, the people, we know, we have the contacts, we know some great producers who really do care about things like the Palestinian cause. So we just gathered everyone together, said, look, would you be up for selling your music and giving it all directly to Palestine and people just absolutely jumped onto it straight away. What was the process of reaching out to those people and delivering something curated at the other end? Um, we had a group chat for the, the original compilation, which is called Smoke and Fags. And um, it's quite, it, it, was, it was a good compilation. It was quite amateurish. Um, we was, it was more just like, a, let's show off the lads kind of thing. Um, there's some good tunes on it. Um, see if we can do it more so than anything. Yeah, we wanted to see like how we could do it. And then it was Magus, who's a West Cork producer. Um, he decided to just message the group chat again, being like, what's the crack with compilation too? why don't we do it for charity? And people were like, started to be like, yeah, no matter, everything, that sounds good. And it just kind of went from there. He kind of then took the reins um, as like the curator of it and he put in so much work. Yeah. He gathered people, he chased people up from for tunes, he collected the tunes himself, he organized mastering. I got, a, my main thing was just getting onto other people. Like I got uh, Shrieking involved and we got we asked loads of people like we got some really good people involved like obviously the Flood people um, the Wriggle lads from Dublin who were an amazing collective up there um, and everyone was just nobody needed to be chased really do you know what I mean like mm. Magus would be asking people to hand in their in their tunes but nobody needed to be asked twice when they heard about what the cause was yeah that, that was the kind of difference I think because you know the first one we did was just kind of like yeah let's just put it out and see what we can do do you have any tracks but uh I think it was kind of a nice thing to really kind of motivate us to just putting it out and it kind of, I don't know, I think it affected the project and kind of made it better because we were doing it for something that we really kind of thought was for the common good, I suppose, and would help people. So, uh, you know, less nagging needed to be done. But then again, it wasn't done by me, you know. Shout out to Magus, it was all him. <laughs> oh, Magus was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and his tune, like, Eamon Lyot played it out on this show a few weeks ago and it's just such a good tune and like you could tell it was made with the with the Palestinian cause in mind there's samples about Palestine it's the same with the tracks from Ushmush and from um, Strokes like these songs like weren't just people had didn't just have them on their hair drives you know they made them bespoke for this compilation because it meant so much to them mm. maybe go into the process of working with and liaising with the causes that you were working with in Palestine. Again, Magus got us in contact. His friend Gavin uh, was working closely with the Irish Palestinian Solidarity Campaign, and he kind of just floated it with them. You know, would you be up for collaborating with us and taking our money, basically? And they jumped at it straight away. They were like, "This is amazing." I didn't know that you know these kind that kind of community, the like techno electronic community, would be interested in this at all. I suppose you don't really see it that much in Ireland. Uh, around the world like you know techno and house music have always been liber li liberatory causes like techno and house both started in gay black underprivileged clubs in the states and it's just kind of in the last like 10-15 years that it's become like 
quite white and mainstream. For a good introduction, actually, to um, Disco and House as subversive causes, Blind Boy did a fantastic podcast series on, 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 on all of that a number of weeks ago, if you're so inclined. We wanted to bring it back to a, liber- a liberatory type of music, and they were delighted with it, like the IPSC. And we, but we decided, you know, we don't want to give all the money to the IPSC, because as, as fantastic as they are, and they do great work, we also wanted to give money directly to Palestine. So, again, Gavin got onto Adamir who are um, an advocacy group for Palestinian prisoners' rights because regardless of what a prisoner is being put away for, the way that, that they get treated because as citizens, as second-class, third-class citizens in um, Palestine is just disgusting. They get treated like animals. It's like similar to the way that Bobby Sands and the lads were treated in the north, but worse because they get away with it even more so. The, the world's eyes aren't on them as much as they were in Ireland. Maybe it's because they're Muslims, maybe it's because they're not white, maybe it's because it's far away, but they can, the things that that regime can get away with um, for prisoners, even more so than like your regular citizen, is disgusting. And Adamir were a fantastic organisation that advocated for them. So we got onto them and they were more than willing to, be, to have their name added to it. There was another few charities that, unfortunately, while they supported the cause, couldn't officially add their name to it because we support BDS boycott, divest and sanction and they would lose their funding or they would lose the access to money if they were seen to be supporting boycott, divest and sanctions. Obviously a lot of people would have had support for the compilation. The compilation made it to the likes of District, Nile or Nine, etc. But did you kind of encounter any resistance when pitching it around the place? Um, yeah, it goes back to, you know, the kind of light-hearted things when people are kind of, you know, say what you like about a drone mix. But, uh, we did get a bit of negative backlash from a lot of people that felt as if we were using the page as, a, I suppose, some sort of propaganda tool to shove things down people's throats. And, you know, fuck off, don't like the page in that case. You know, nobody pays for us to do it. And we did it for the past two years of our own will, you know, and we gained popularity off of saying the things that we did believe in and speaking for the people that we believed in, whether that was you know 17 year olds with nothing to fucking do or whether it was people overseas so we did get a bit of backlash but you know honestly i feel like it's just um people don't it's 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 impossible to kind of care about everything that's happening in the world at the moment and i feel like maybe rightly so people were felt upset that we used something that's a good thing like him's a session it's funny and it's kind of maybe escapism and it's for a laugh and they felt annoyed that we used that for something that was so serious uh, and felt that we shouldn't be allowed to do that, but you know. But Humans of the Session has been like a long time advocate of change in Ireland. Like for like, yeah. it got behind repeal. It's gotten behind drug legalization, as mentioned earlier. It's gotten behind trans rights. What's the general kind of protocol for dealing with the lads? It's just a common misconception that the lads have that they deserve anything. You know, nobody deserves anything as much as people deserve respect from one another. And uh, I find it extremely, you know, as somebody who ran the page for two years and started it with, you know, my best friends, I, I find it honestly petty that some people take it so uh, to heart and so aggressively that we try to do something that we believe to be positive with the page. Do you know, um, it's disgusting. But, um, I feel like people are less, like, aggressive about the actual causes and more the fact that we're talking about it. It's just like, to the memes, lads. It's yeah. not that like, oh, I hate Palestinians or I hate trans people. It's just like, you shouldn't fucking talk about that. Leave it to the experts or whatever. Like, 
which is just a ridiculously childish way to, to, to look at things. Same crowd then will go, oh, I'm sick of hearing from experts. Yeah, they'd also the say thing. like, oh, they could look at these experts talking down to me and blah, blah, blah. When someone then on their level tries to talk about it, they just don't want to hear about yeah. it. But that, that's, that, that always was, I suppose, the kind of common goal with speaking about those things was we took the approach of saying it and we've always spoke on the page as if we were saying it to people that we were friends with. Do you know, um, you know, people that we care about and, you know, they gave us so much simply by following and being interested in it. Um, you know, and we never kind of wanted to pressure people or feel really agitate them. But, you know, it's just so important that we, you know, we have never taken money. We were offered quite a lot of money from various different sources that wanted to advertise through the page for gambling uh, aimed towards male college students you know we were predatory we had yeah we had plenty of opportunities like that and we always said no uh to monetize on the page and abuse the page for the the viewer or the follower you know but it would just be you would have just been getting advertisements essentially um but what we did instead is we made the page kind of less and less marketable by kind of saying more and more unfiltered things of what we liked and you know i suppose that paid off in a way because you know people over in Vice and various other media uh, outlets kind of eventually couldn't ignore what had happened because we had such a following. So it worked out in a way, but, um, you know, we kind of have just done everything off our own back and it was always kind of the principle of our own voice as well. So we never really felt like we should waver in that context um, in terms of the kind of political statements that we made through the page, I suppose would be the best way of saying it. Now that the album's kind of been done and dusted for a while and the final total figures have been uh, revealed, how do you feel about the record as a piece of work? Oh, it's banging. Like, even if I do say so myself, it's absolutely <laughs> banging. Like, there's so many good tunes on it. Like, look at, like, the lineup. Like, Oswald is 100% going to be famous in the future. He's so good. His new EP is class. You got Shriek in there, who's on local action, is like up there with Merlot and these, these like grime luminaries from a few years ago. Like Ushmush should be a pop star. He, Ushmush, he, he, yeah. he makes Irish language dance hall. If you've never heard of Ushmush, listen to Graw Moore. Not even off the compilation. His tune on the compilation is fantastic too. But like, if you want to hear dance hall off Squail guy, just Ushmush is just. He <laughs> should, he, nobody wanted to, but when you listen to it, you'll be like, oh my god. Ushmush should should be number one in like in the charts, like and like like people like Gadget in the Cloud, who's another fantastic activist and a really good friend of ours. Like just the lineup is just so good, and everyone really brought their A game. Like my tune that I made for it, um, Pilgrimage, I'd never made anything like that before, and I just like I I'm really proud of myself for making that for making that track. Like, just it's such a good compilation, regardless of what you feel about Palestine. It's just like you don't even even if you don't have to buy it, you can listen on SoundCloud. I promise you that it's really good. Like the flood people bringing their all, the regal people bringing their all, just like. Irish language dance hall Clues for, Clues first released in a few years as well was on this compilation which just goes to show you what people actually cared about like you know when we come back we'll talk about what's in the future for Sesh FM but first back to some more tunes we've got a pair of Sesh FM releases first we've got Bobby Basil with Same As She Used To Be Bobby Basil is a Dublin rapper um, really good he actually recently got featured in Heisting About he's uh, top 10 Irish rappers um, he's has quite a trappy R&B feel like, like you know like a bit like black you know black with a six six lakh six lakh <laughs> it's like six lakh mixed with like the kind of sad like little tracy little peep kind of stuff mm. um really sound guy 
Uh, we premiered this a few weeks ago. I got a really, really good reception, and Jack did the artwork for it as well, which is gorgeous. And you got little Taddy and Mickey Flesh with "I Ain't Finished." Little Taddy is this um, <laughs> Serbian producer that we just met through the internet, and like again, like he's not Irish, but we're releasing it on Session FM, so it's still an Irish release. And him and his buddy Mickey Flesh just like made the most amazing Danny Brown blunt after blunt bootleg, which you're going to hear in a second, and like. While most ninety five percent of the stuff we put out is Irish, we've also put out some stuff from like far away as Taiwan. But like this fella, like I just love the fact that there's just a guy living in Serbia that we're like, you know, releasing Daddy Brown blunt after blunt bootlegs <laughs> for. Like it's just cool. Like I'm just like we we as well have a very strong affinity to that song, and it played a very major part in our life. And uh, it was kind of just funny. It was the right song for us to release anyway. I think. It needed to be on the page. We'll get straight into it. So this is Bobby Basil with Same As She Used To Be here on Red On Red.
Little Tatty and Mickey Flesh with I Ain't Finished here on Red on Red. Just before we wrap up for the week, uh, Number Theory and Brown Sauce. You've got a busy couple of weeks ahead of you. So we have a new residency um, with 1020 Radio. We're based in Bristol. Absolutely amazing radio station. Like, listen to DJ Stolen's show on that. It actually, if you want to hear new music, new cutting edge music, DJ Stolen's show on 1020 is amazing. I'm a massive 1020 fan uh, for ages. Um, and recently we've been in touch and they've given us the residency. So uh, every, it's the second Sunday of every month at 9 p.m. So this Sunday, 9 p.m., 1020radio.com. We got Lofa, who is the other Session Fame guy that's not here right now, living in London at the moment. Him and two guests, and it's going to be absolutely banging. Just like we're so proud to have a show on 1020. Like it's, we, the first show was uh, I got my buddy Akito, whose album's coming out soon, actually. Gone again. Get it. It's amazing. Uh, he was on the first show, and I'm just so proud that we have our own radio show like outside just at the whole SoundCloud scene. Um, so yeah, 9 p.m. Sunday. Brown Sauce, you got some video work on the pipeline. Yeah, so if you remember the two Limerick rappers from earlier on in the show, I'm actually making a, a compilation music video for a number of Irish rappers at the moment, uh, which has kind of uh, been a huge pet project of mine for the past four months. And uh, we're about to release the first episode of it with Hazy Hayes with the track What's That, uh, which honestly has just become like such a Limerick banger. And uh, yeah, about four months' work has gone into it. You know, the, my work, the lads of the Prescription Lads, Infinite fucking shouts out to the Prescription Lads because they're making their own stuff happen in Limerick, which is amazing. Um, but you know, it's been a really big project and it's going on for a long while so hopefully you'll see that on Sesh FM Facebook page or just thrown out somewhere in the, the maelstrom of the internet General plugs for Sesh FM lads uh, We're looking at doing some gigs in Cork uh, If you're a venue owner if you're a promoter get on to us whether it's on Facebook or Twitter seshfm at gmail.com and as well we're always looking for submissions if you want to premiere something from your upcoming EP or your upcoming album if you want to put up a free download like we did for Little Tatty and Mickey Flesh if you want to do the, the classic Session FM staple of a mix or a Sunday come down mix, if you want to have a full release with us, we'll consider that. Like, we're not making any promises, but like, we always want to hear new stuff and we're always up for putting out Irish and especially Cork artists. So just get on to us. We're sound. Like, we'll, just, <laughs> sound. we'll talk to you. Like, we're not going to just, like, I, and just unless you're making Deep House or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, even if it's good Deep House, if it's uh, really good, <laughs> if it's really good. Deep and house. if you really sound, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's all from this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie. Thank you very much to Brown Sauce and Number Theory from Sesh FM for coming in this evening. Toodaloo. Thank you. Shut up, Magella. And thank you very much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and now Google Podcasts as well as other podcasting platforms. Please share this on your social media and make sure to check out the artists and producers featured online or an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM, 104 to 106. You're sending us away with Hoovaganu and Chili. Also making a video for this. I'm making loads of videos. <laughs> How's that game at the moment, actually? The video game, the video game is so fucking tedious. My eyes are going <laughs> to fall out of my head uh, and I'm making way too many videos at once. But, uh, you know, that's what I. That's what I'm doing with that's my portfolio building. Is what that is. Yeah, the portfolio is big, um, but mainly it's just you know there's such a you know going back to all the Sesh FM stuff really quickly. There's such a huge number of artists out there in Ireland, and not that many quality videos that have been put out. More and more recently, we're getting more and more stuff. So it's just about putting stuff out that deserves to go with the music, really. So hopefully, 
I can do that, so keep an eye out for that. We'll get a snippet of the audio to go with the upcoming visuals. This is Hooveganu and Chili with Jolly. This has been Red on Red, and we'll talk to you next week. Deckum. 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 Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Operation Code Red Deckum. Bars lead to weapons. Bad man got him like badges on the bedroom. Blab a mouth finger to live respect more. Unsure head honcho, you miniature. Pussy poppers might get licked, better split. Wicked wizard hit your bitch with that swift dick. Hindsight view, gunpowder in the booth. Sniffing to these lines, get you higher than a fiend. All day, nigga, what's that smell? Sweat, blood, and tears make a nigga inhale. Knuckles like Cassius Clay, fist until she tears. Black milk, sweeter than licorice, make a melt. Filling up my crown juice till I exhale. About the bust the dirty knot on the world. Pour up in the water that you drink, stir, stir, don't blink. Lots of fat ass broad, singing to that pink tushy. Oh my lordy, godly lovely, darling, sucker, sloppy, me supreme concussions, buddy. Hot off the press, early darky. Drop kicking enemies halfway to Haiti. Kicks like judo, pass me the euro. Yeah, we'll see how the day goes, wishing for a pot of gold. See how the day goes, yeah, we'll see how the day goes. You shitty bomb bomb. Nobody really give a fuck where y'all come from You should've known there ain't no love cause it's long gone Just go ahead and get the next before your time come Your time come, yo You shitty bomb bomb Nobody really give a fuck where y'all come from You should've known there ain't no love cause it's long gone Just go ahead and get the next before your time come Your time come, yo I keep it moving from one to the other You know I keep it smooth, yeah, I call this shit butter You might be running shit, but I guess that I'm the leg cutter No need to utter Another word of verb is the gutter For your ass, cause you know I'm bringing class at last You're slowly moving while I'm busy dashing past this gas Look, a lyrical assassin with pizzazz I'm kinda like the smoking in class Don't need to ask for shit Cause I do this shit for my people though I'm busy scheming, best believe I keep it on the low Do you my nigga? Cause I'm heading for my pot of gold I wanna get it, I don't wanna get it when I'm growing up You better watch your back, or so they tell me so I never really listen, so I guess we'll never know Nah, 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 I guess we'll never know Like the meaning to life, I guess we'll never know I can smell the rust off the shovel you brought with ya But I ain't got none for ya But thicker some hard liquor When I'm done pennies up Straight to the door with ya Empty purses Dirty lazy bitches are ready to put the work in With two bad hands out the shoulder Gonna lift the burden Who you help you Don't buff you Don't chop your stomach What's hurt in Desperation Freaky bitch chuck the whole click with no hesitation When you see I know she gon' blow with no detonation All it takes is a few toys and a new hair extension But fuck it, time is money on your knees and de-stress them And when you're done, pick your money off the dresser It lives a fat tip too, good on Uncle Trevor What do you, honey, I ain't trying to be clever Just be sure you got the right gear on, no matter the weather My opinion is to pay your bills, honey, that's true But I ain't looking at you, babe, I'm looking past you And what I see, honey, the future ain't looking that bright Red on Red <coughs> Yeah